Hello, my name is Ray Montgomery, and I'd like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have Latrice Jeter from Simplify Insurance Solutions. How you doing? I'm good, Ray. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing good, Latrice. Well, I wanted to bring you on because I know that you've um, recently just started your own insurance brokerage, correct? That's right. All right. And I know today that you're going to just give us a lot of information regarding Medicare and, um, you know, different ways individuals could sign up, the differences between the plans, uh, penalties, just a whole array of knowledge on Medicare. And I think that's very valuable for a lot of our people here at Bosman Enterprises who uh, may be um, looking to learn more about that information. So, first of all, Latrice, how did you get involved in the insurance field? Well, I've been in the industry for 15 years so far, mm-hmm. okay. and I still love what I do. I started off in insurance with United Healthcare, okay. and I was uh, a regional marketing manager there as well as a brokerage account manager. And then I left there and went to Health Plan One, which is one of the largest brokerages in the country, and was the vice president of business development there. And okay. I stayed there for 12 years. So what kind of background would a person who, you know, maybe wanted to get into that insurance field, what kind of, you know, education would they need? Well, you definitely need to begin with getting your state license, your life and health insurance license. Mm-hmm. Um, you take that exam. And then after that, it's just a matter of getting with an agency or brokerage that you want to work with. Mm-hmm. And then you continue on with uh, the, the carrier certifications and training as well as your brokerage training. Okay. So you deal with all levels of the Medicare, A, B, C, D. That's correct. That. Mm-hmm. So what is the most common... I guess, Medicare plan there. Um, What is the most common plan right now, I guess, for individuals? Well, when you're supplementing Medicare, because there's a lot of gaps in Medicare and balance billing Mm -hmm. um, with patients, and so you want to supplement ideally with either a Medicare Advantage plan or a Medicare Supplement plan. And they're two completely different types of plan to have. I can't really say one is more common than... Um, the other just depends on an individual's, you know, specific right. needs, their budget, mm-hmm. um, at what time they're enrolling, what they qualify for, um, right. things well, like that. Well, really what I really wanted to, because a lot of people, a lot of people do get Social Security disability. So what would they qualify for if they were getting SSDI? Okay. If you're receiving Social Security disability, then you can enroll through the Social Security Administration into Mm -hmm. Medicare Part A. They actually automatically enroll you into Part A. Okay. And then for Part B, as in boy, that's optional. So you can choose to enroll in that. There is a premium that you pay to enroll in that. This year it's $135.50 to have Part B. And then they have their Medicare, basic Medicare coverage. What is Part A? What is that coverage? What does that give you access to? Well, when you think of Part A, and this is the red, white, and blue card that they send you when you have Medicare, that's for hospital coverage. And so Part A is for inpatient stays, you know, short-term rehab care, and skilled nursing facilities, hospice care. So you want to think of inpatient um, stays for Part A. And then Part B is for outpatient. So that's your medical services like doctor visits, emergency room ambulatory care, preventative care, mental health, durable medical equipment, things like that would all fall under the optional Part B that has the $135 premium. Okay. 
Well, let's give what let's give people two know because I know a lot of people are like what is the difference or why do I need this one over that one. So when you said they automatically enroll you in that when you get SSDI. That's correct. If okay. you are um, 65 years of age or older, then you automatically qualify for Medicare. If you're under age 65 with certain disabilities, mm-hmm. you qualify for it. And those with end-stage renal disease would also qualify. Okay. So what um, what do you have access to with Part C? Part C is a Medicare Advantage plan. And so what Part C does is, in essence, replace original Medicare. Okay. And by replace, you still must maintain your Medicare Parts A and B. So okay. that does not go away. You have to still stay enrolled in not only Part A, but both Parts A and B to qualify for Medicare Advantage plan. And then that is getting that coverage through a private insurance company, mm-hmm. such as AARP or United Healthcare, Humana, Anthem, Aetna, to name a few. Um, and so they then take over covering your Part A and Part B. There's no difference in the coverage. However, they add additional benefits to okay. that. So you might have a zero deductible you know, zero co-pays, for example, when you're going to doctor visits, okay. um, maybe 30 or 40 for specialist visits, a, a co-pay for hospitalization. And so it, in essence, lowers your out-of-pocket exposure and costs um, by having a Medicare Advantage plan. Okay. And what about D? Part D is prescription drug plans. And so the prescription drug plans, um, you can have either Part A or Part B. Uh, to qualify for, for a prescription drug plan. And then uh, you just get a network uh, and a formulary. And that way you're paying small co-pays to okay. go and fill your prescriptions if you have a prescription drug plan. And by the way, a lot of the Medicare Advantage plans include prescription drug coverage as well. Well, that's, that's definitely definitely good to know. So um, when is a individual able, you know, if they're not already automatically enrolled, when is the individual able to sign up for these plans? When you um, enroll in Medicare, you're notified three months by the Social Security Department before you become eligible. So you just want to keep an eye out on receiving that notification from them. Again, Part A is automatic. Once you're eligible, regardless of why you're eligible, they're just going to automatically enroll you in Part A. There's no premium for Part A for most people. And then Part B is the elective part. So you must enroll either the three months before the month of eligibility, the month of eligibility, and up to three months after you're initially eligible for Medicare. So you have a seven-month window to enroll in Part B from the time that you're notified that you qualify. If you do not enroll during these periods, I know you mentioned penalties, yes. then you are subject to a penalty a penalty, mm-hmm. and then limited times of enrollment thereafter. So they penalize you for not enrolling on time, huh? They do uh-huh. penalize you. You're penalized as well for prescription drug coverage. Mm-hmm. When you initially qualify for Medicare, even if it's just Part A, if you do not enroll in a prescription drug plan um, or any time after that, if you have a gap in your prescription drug coverage, then you could be penalized. Cool. So I know that uh, we had talked about you had got your, you are now starting your own um, insurance uh, brokerage firm right now. So what made you want to just break out and do your own thing? Well, working having worked in such a huge call center environment with mm-hmm. my prior uh, company I was at, I noticed that you know it kind of gets away from truly educating clients and just taking the time needed 
to make sure that they understand these are my options, yeah. you know, and they're an informed consumer and in making mm-hmm. their decisions as to what will work best for them. You know, in call center environments, yeah. a lot of it is fast paced. Right. You get on a call, right. hurry up, end that call, mm-hmm. move on. And so I wanted to go back to just focusing on the client yeah. and making sure that they understand their options. That's definitely much needed because I know a lot of people get they get enrolled and they don't know what they're actually covered. What covered under A, B, C because you know a lot of people do not sit down and just take that time to really just go over those type of plans uh, with that individual. So that's definitely commendable right there. Thank you. Uh, Latrice, I know um, we had talked off air, you know, we were just talking about a little bit about your parents. And uh, for those who don't know, your parents are uh, blind, correct? They are. They are. So far as uh, growing up with parents who were blind, do you feel um, that uh, you was like missing out on anything? far as like, I don't know, just getting back and forth or just things that the other parents couldn't do that were cited? Not at all. No. It was it was actually the opposite. <laughs> we got around just fine, <laughs> right. that's for sure. So and how did you get around for those? How did you get around? You had two parents that could not drive. So how did you guys get around? Well, if it was something close, we were going on a stroll, which is healthy. That's yes. always a good oh, thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> And then if it was something that we, you know, wasn't in walking distance, we would back then, you know, get a cab. It might mm-hmm. be a family member or yes. a close friend of the families that would take us. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were very active in the church community. Yeah. So, you know, we had a lot of friends at church and stuff that would help us out mm-hmm. getting to places. Um, I felt it was an advantage having two blind parents because you got to see things in a different way. Yes. You know what I mean? Than just visually seeing something um, right. with your eyes to learn, they were very creative in how they raised us and mm-hmm. taught us. It made me more responsible. Right. You know, you get to write checks and pay bills. You <laughs> learn finance and budgeting early on. Oh, yes. <laughs> Going grocery shopping, you're reading yeah, all the reading. different stuff mm-hmm. to your parents, even at a young age. And then yes. when you get home, I got to label them. Yes. I got to learn to read Braille when I was very young. Um, I went to the blind school with my mom. She taught arts and crafts there so I, I would get to sit in on her classes and learn the arts and crafts and yeah. that was always fun i know your mother talked about the way that she got you guys to read she used to label like every item in the house like she would put on a big index card chair or she did our bed or and it was like a, she made it a lot of fun mm-hmm. to learn to read so she would take these big huge you know we had the construction paper and we'll cut them out and get uh-huh. the tape and She'd take big, you know, colorful markers and either she would write some of the words, she would spell out words to me, mm-hmm. and then she would have us go and with tape, just tape them, you know, on mm-hmm. the headboard. It would say right. bed, it right. would say closet, it would say door. Mm-hmm. And this was all over the house. Wow. Just, it was amazing that she thought to do that. that it ended up teaching me to read way above mm-hmm. my grade levels long yeah. before I was even in kindergarten. Right. I was already reading at a first, second grade level. So you were already exposed to things that you're... Your, your other students that were not exposed to, so you were already getting a chance to read, uh, write, identify colors, I'm assuming. Definitely. Yep. I know for me, I my kids, they they my color identifiers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They my color identifiers. <laughs> yeah, she taught us all of that. And um, she would have me read the Bible to her and a lot of okay. books and magazines. We spent a lot of time, I remember, at the Gary Public Library. That yeah. was one of my favorite places. And she'd take me to the children's section, have me open books, mm-hmm. and, okay, what spell out the words to me, you know, and I'd spell it out, and then she'd say, okay, that's this word. And so 
she in that way taught me to read. I would just spell the words to her, and she yes. would teach you know, teach me teach to read you. that way. So, so what about math? How would you do math with a parent who who could not see? We used a lot of flashcards. Flash I remember yeah, that yeah, yeah. so well. She taught me with flashcards. Yeah. She would write, you know, two plus two, and she'd have the answer on the back. And yeah. so she'd go through the cards and have me organize them. Mm-hmm. And then she would show me the different cards, and I would learn my math that way. That's also how she taught me to right. read letters so that mm-hmm. I could read books to her was with flashcards. Mm-hmm. She'd organize them, and this is A, B, C, and go through them with me. Yeah. So far, cooking everything the same way as well, right? The same way. Same way as well. I mean, so that's really just wanted to highlight that because a lot of people will ask questions. Well, how do you do this with your children or how do you do that? But it's all, you know, a different ways to do anything in life. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not just one way to get to work. You know, somebody may take the bus. Somebody may take a cab. So it's different ways just to get, you know, from A to B. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's just really what I wanted to highlight. Cause a lot of people always ask, well, how can you do that? But that's really no different. I mean, you... You're an entrepreneur, and, and I know from your parents, they both are entrepreneurs. They are. So did that kind of uh, kind of inspire you to just step out and do your own thing? Absolutely, it did. From the time I was, I would say, in junior high, I was, what do you want to be when you grow up? A CEO. <laughs> so it did inspire me seeing them run different businesses yes. and they always had us involved when yes. I look back on it. You know, if my mom was teaching somewhere. She kept me involved in it, me and mm-hmm. my sister. Uh, Ron did the same thing. My dad, if, you know, his vending businesses, I got to yes. work with him and learn all of that. And they taught us a lot yeah, yeah, in working with them. And I know Ron has a very successful business, um, a vending business that he runs, and also an orientation and mobility business, mm-hmm. and his mother with the spa that she used to run. And right. I mean, it's just opportunities are out there, and I just really commend them for going on and just stepping out and doing their own thing and not waiting for someone else to actually give them that opportunity. Because for those who do not know, there is a 70% unemployment rate among people who are blind and 62% just within the state of Indiana. So, you know, it is difficult to find a job, but to see those individuals go out and do it on their own is definitely admirable. I definitely, definitely respect that. So, um, Latrice, where can a person find you if they want to learn more about you know, Medicare, and just really want to get in contact with you, how do they reach out to you directly? Um, You can always just give me a call. And when I'm meeting with clients, I will go to their home. Okay. They can come out to my office if they want. And that's off of, you know, by appointment to make sure I'm there and not at someone else's home at an appointment. Um, my office is on the Lawrence, in the Lawrence area, right in front of Fort Benjamin Harris. Most people know where that is. You can always call me. My toll-free number is 888-340-7633. And my cell phone is 317-213-1091. And the name of my brokerage, again, is Simplified Insurance Solutions. Simplified Insurance Solutions. And the goal is to keep things simple. Explain (laughs) Medicare in a very simple way to make sure you understand your options with, uh, you know, obtaining additional health coverage. Okay. So is that the um, primary focus of your insurance brokerage is Medicare or do you do any other type of? Um, I offer Medicare supplements, Mm -hmm. Medicare Advantage plans, prescription drug plans, dental vision and hearing plans, hospital indemnity plans, 
uh, final expense. So there are additional senior benefit focused coverage options um, available as well. Um, I also, through educating clients, teach them about programs that I can't offer that are offered through Mm -hmm. either the state or the federal government such as low-income subsidies, extra help for their prescription drugs. There are so many benefits out here that a lot of my clients just are unaware of. Um, Definitely, definitely. I mean, with just dealing with Medicare and insurance alone, and I know a lot of people here internally, they definitely are on those type of programs. So I know just giving them that information and letting them know that you are available to speak, and maybe one day you can come into Bosman and just speak to us about the different coverages here at Bosman Enterprises. I think that would be Great. That would be great. Definitely be great. We're going to have to hook that up. Thank you. You got it on tape now, so I got to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So once again, you got Facebook, Twitter, anything like that so my people can follow you or just really reach out to you via um, phone or email? I would suggest just phone or email. My email address is L-J-E-T-E-R. So it's my first initial last name Mm -hmm. at Simplified Insurance Solution. Dot com. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate you, Latrice, coming on the show today, just giving us all that great information and just letting us know more about Medicare and how people can reach out to you and get in contact with you. Once again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Navigating Blindness podcast. I'm Ray Montgomery, and make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes, and I'll see you guys next week.